Alright, hey guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Aquez and this is Your Best Life Defined. As you probably already know, I don't know, you know, at some point I'm going to stop making that introduction because I think there are enough people now who know who I am and what this is about that's probably not necessary. I think it's more of just a habit. I needed to get into something that made me comfortable as I start this out because sometimes it sucks. Sometimes you just think to yourself, ah, why do I even do it, right? Because yeah, this is work. I mean, especially when I'm getting ready to head out. We're getting ready to go down and see my daughter and her family. Um, and because I don't want to haul my entire system with me, what it requires me to do is it requires me to double up on my podcast. In other words, I'm sitting here in the last two days, I think, or three days, I've produced like six or eight to cover a podcast every day while I'm not, well, I don't have access to my computer, which is, it can be a pain because not only do you have to shoot the podcast, but you also have to uh, edit it and prep it. And then you take those finished files, you load them up to the cloud, and then no matter where I'm at, I can upload them. But it's a little bit of work. So I've been struggling. Last night I'm laying in bed thinking, why in the hell am I doing this? You know, why am I doing it? Kind of a, kind of a tough question. I guess, you know, I guess for me, the reason that I continue to show up every day is because I'm looking around and... The world is a friggin' mess right now. I mean, even if you don't agree with a lot of the things I say, you can actually agree with that. I'm sure you can because, well, because it's a truth. The world, um, I've never seen so much hate and discontent. You know, what's ironic about it is that we don't, uh, we have more access to each other than we ever did. I can basically see into your life with social media. And what's interesting is every one of us, we, we've all become our own advertisers. Um, I'm not sure exactly what we're advertising for, but when you look at social media, that's what it is. Hey, look at me. Hey, hey, over here, I exist. I'm, I have value. <laughs> Does it ever feel that way? Maybe I'm just the oddball. And I see a lot of struggle right now. Even before COVID-19 and all this crap happened, I see struggle. You can see it on the faces of the people you see in the grocery stores and in traffic you see it. And there's this heightened level of intolerance and in just a general frustration. And I guess I get it. I guess I get it. And I think in part it's because the world has painted a picture for us that is unachievable. I mean, think about it. If you followed all of the advice you've received from the media, the ideas that you've been given, how does it feel? I mean, when I I don't feel any happier because I'm was there was a time I was swimming in debt. That didn't that didn't make me happier. That just made me work harder. But yet that was the story we were told. I don't I don't have to validate this. Look at your own life. Are you, or how happy are you that you do what you do every day? You know, and really what sucks about this is, and I'm going to get to the point of this podcast here, but what sucks about that is that it's not just being unhappy with your life or not feeling the, not feeling the juju, you know, that shit that's going on where you get all excited about shit you want and the things you're doing every day, but it's the admitting it. And then, and then something happens like COVID-19 and you lose your job or your livelihood is gone or whatever impact, maybe you've lost someone you love and now, now the only choice you have is to struggle. I mean, imagine that feeling. 
And I had, I just recently had a family friend of, sorry, a friend of ours die. And I know their family is struggling. I know, I know the pain of having to say goodbye to someone you love. And it's, it's, it's tremendously terrible. But can you imagine how much more hurt you feel when, when you believe, whether it's true or not, when you believe there are people that could have done something to possibly prevented it? That you could have done something to maybe save your that that person or someone could have done something. That's where that pain just gets really deep. And and if you happen to be in that position right now, if you're in that situation where all you have is struggle in your life, how do you get through it? How do you get through it? Well, I've been in a lot of struggle in my life. I mean, my life has been a struggle from the time I, um, pretty much about 1969 is when things went to shit, 1970, and it just went to crap, and I think I was about 50 before things started to level off, and I started to realize there was another way to do this shit, there's another way to do it. And what I know now, which I didn't know, and I feel your pain, there is no struggle that's fun, it's not the struggle you focus on, it's the goal. How do I make myself better when someone I love has just died because of COVID-19? How do I how do I make myself better and how do I fix my relationship when no matter what we do it doesn't work? How do I how do I fix my life when all of a sudden I'm out of work, my partner's out of work and in less than a month the income that we had is going to run out. It's going to drop significantly or just disappear. Well, the recipe, regardless of the topic, regardless of whether it's your your family or your or your relationship or your finances or your life, the, the the solution is always the same. The solution is to sit back and make a list of things that you believe you have to do, and then define the most important thing on the list. If financially you're strapped and you don't have an income, I think maybe that would be a place to start. If your relationship is on the rocks, it's probably not because you don't love each other. It's because you don't know how to communicate with each other. And even more than that, it's because you don't understand the tragedy or the, the damage that you have as a person that you're born with or that you learn and acquire the damage, the scars you get as you grow up. That was my biggest problem when Sandy and I were trying to figure things out. It wasn't that there wasn't an abundance of love because there was, because the thought of losing her, even when I hated her, killed me. But I sat down, I said, what is the problem? And, and it turned out I accidentally came upon it, it was me. And then what I did was I just said, okay, from here, where do I go? What would be my best bet? And I thought, I need to learn more about why I feel the way I do when she says certain things. So I found an amazing author, amazing person, Brene Brown, and she fixed it. And I followed her advice, and then I circumvented everything I was doing before. When you look at finances, when you look at your life, you have to make a defined goal because the biggest problem we face in society right now, in our life right now, is there are so many opportunities and so many distractions that without defining a specific goal and having a conversation with yourself about that goal every day, you can't hit it. 
You, you can't hit it because you're coming along and you're just not going to come upon an amazing idea that's going to save you if you're financially strapped right now. It requires some thought and some focus. And if you're thinking you can wait for someone to come along and help you and save you, this is all you got right here. I mean, I'm there's a plenty there are plenty of people who care. There are plenty of people out there who will support you, but they can't do it for you. If I was in the position where my unemployment was running out, well, first of all, I would have would not have taken unemployment. And that's not a judgment, that's a fact because what happens is when you get on unemployment, you get complacent. Hungry, the hungry are the ones who find food, right? You're hungry, you find food. The people who are lonely find companionship. And the same thing is true. People who are broke, who have nothing, find money. They find a job. So I would have been working. But let's say you chose that and it's not a bad, I'm not judging. But it's getting ready to run out. What do you do? Well, I would make a list of priorities. What's the priority? Take a job. Well, if it was me, I would just do anything I could do. I would contact contractors. I would step so far outside my box, I couldn't even see it. Because it's not about what you do. It's about the outcome of it, the action, the results of that action. And if you're out of money, you need to generate money any way you can. I'd be raking leaves. I'd be hauling, I'd be hauling lumber. I'd have a truck. I'd, whatever it took. I'd be running a shovel every day if I had to to make that living. And it's not about what you're doing at the time because that's when we quit. When we're sitting there and we think about about digging a ditch. Let's say you're a rest, you work in a restaurant or you're a chef and you're you're out there digging a ditch for some plumbing company and with every shovelful you're thinking, ah, oh, this sucks. Suckage. Suckage. With every shovelful you're thinking suckage. If the goal is important enough to you. If the goal is important enough for to you to add energy and motivation to your life, the suckage doesn't matter. Don't focus on what you're doing. And the other thing is don't focus on all the things you'd rather be doing. If you're involved in digging a ditch, dig a ditch. I, I know this from experience. I hated painting forever. I hated doing the things I had to do. I wanted to go play. And and as as and it's obvious now, right? You see me, I'm sitting in my fifth wheel and I'm doing podcasts. Sometimes I love them, sometimes I hate them, but I'm doing them, right? And we just have this adventure going on and we enjoy it. And it's not always perfect. But when I had to paint, what I found out was when I was painting, I'm thinking about mountain biking and hiking and working on my computer and drawing and doing any number of a hundred thing, other things that I would rather be doing than painting. And what I did was I changed my focus. I changed my mental set to where what I began to do was I began to think about painting and painting only. Cutting in. I'd grab that brush. I'd lay that paint off the side and I'd just push, pull that line. Did it make it as amazing as surfing or snorkeling? No. But what it did do was it gave me it gave me a focus and a reason for doing it. It gave me the opportunity to think about it in a different light and to alleviate all that other burden I was carrying. If you're facing a struggle right now, focus on the reason you're willing to face that. Focus on the benefits and then define a path to get you where you have to be. If you're running short on cash, rally the troops. Get your partner together and say, listen, we got to do something. Let's go ahead and change this because this could be a deficit. This could be a tragedy for you or it can be an opportunity. Let's just say you've been in the same discipline, the same trade for your entire life and all of a sudden because of COVID-19, you have to step outside the box. Well, what the hell? Step outside the box. 
when we get back to uh, Colorado, I'm probably going to get a job. I'm not sure where yet. And it's only because I need to do and I need to follow my own advice. I need to engage on a different level with people. And that means I have to go back to work or do something where I'm in the public eye or have conversations with people I don't know every day. It adds energy to your life. But pick something. I mean, if you're out of work and you've never done whitewater rafting or you've never done construction or been a, a an apprentice electrician or maybe you've never worked in dietary in a hospital or in a restaurant, maybe that's maybe this is it. But you got to define that. And the reason you take action every day is, is your goal. That is, the reason you take action every day is to get to where you need to be. It's easy to quit things that aren't great enough. It's easy to quit when the story isn't good enough. I'm going to tell you this here. So last night I woke up and I, I said this already. Last night I woke up and I was I was thinking, why am I doing this? I mean, I had to put six podcasts together, edit them and get them ready to go in the last three days or two days. Okay, It's a little bit of work. It's more work than I want to do, but it's part of this goal. It's part of this thing. But then, to get inspired about it, I remember that, guess what? Something might happen because of this. Someone's life might be changed because I take the time to hustle and do what I do and squeeze this in and endure sometimes the irritation of my wife because sometimes things don't go that well. And the next thing you know, I'm over here uh, doing retakes and, and my, my, my camera's full or whatever it is, and, and Sandy's off doing something she really doesn't want to do, but she's giving me my space, right? We live in a 40-foot fifth wheel. I mean, how far can she go? So I get it. And when I hit those walls and I feel like, ah, I can't do it anymore, I remember why. Why you're going to take that action, that's the thing. And the goal has to be big enough. The goal has to be so big that even though you don't want to, you take that step every day. And that brings me to the second part of this. When struggles is your only choice, it's not about love or hate of what you have to do. It's about being committed and dedicated and disciplined enough to take action every opportunity you have to to achieve that goal not because you love it but because you have value for the goal okay i don't value this process setting lights up and doing what i do in the editing this is the that's the mundane part of this telling the story is and for me it's the internal story that i continue to perpetuate in my in my mind i'm thinking about well someone is going to finally figure out what i'm saying and and I, i'm sure i got to apologize because if it sounds like i am criticizing your life i'm not what i'm saying is no matter where you are you can make a better choice and if you're struggling financially or facing any struggling, you have to sit down and ask you, okay, what is the goal? What would solve this? What would resolve this issue? And that's where it starts. And then every day you take action. Every day, whether you want to or you don't, you take action. And eventually you get there. And what's cool is once you get there, that's when it gets good because that's when you have that fuel. Because when you win, it doesn't matter what you're doing. When you win, when I hear the a disc golf uh, uh, disc hit the chains and it makes that familiar sound, uh, that's a that's an addicting sound. And I can throw that disc a hundred times without making it, and it's one time makes everything all good, right? It's hitting and winning that makes the difference. If your relationship or you're struggling with the loss of someone you love. 
there's a there's I, I, I believe this there is a blessing in every tragedy I mean even with this let's just say you've been sitting at home with your family when was the last time you actually had the time to sit and reflect on your life when was the last time you actually had the time just to sit and embrace the people you love and and to just just to sit back and watch them and see who they are and see who they're becoming there's the blessing I know what it feels like to lose someone you love. I do. I know what it feels like to lose someone you are connected to. When my dad died, it just, it devastated me. But in his passing, he gave me the most important gift of my life. He gave me the insight to realize that just like him, I would die too. Someday I, my life will end. And I couldn't waste another minute of it being angry with the world, being angry with everyone around me and everything in my life because somehow or another I got this idea in my head that that was how I would get through it, that that was a good idea. Look at me. For you that know me from the federal prison, for those who have worked with me and know me personally, look at who I've become. This isn't a joke. This isn't an act. I haven't asked you for anything because I don't, I'm trying to give you something. I see the faces of people I've never met walking through the grocery stores. I look at the social media posts and I see the angry and the heart anger and the heartbreak in, in every, on every turn of the page. People crying and people wondering why and people not sure about their future. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your life looks like. There is something that's really messed up about this. There is something wrong with how we're doing it. You know, look at Portland, Oregon. I mean, there is something wrong. And if we don't, if we don't learn how to face this struggle, if we don't learn how to step up and to make a plan and follow through on that plan, there's some of us that are going to fall through the cracks. My previous podcast, There's a Storm Coming, I, I'm, that's not a sensationalized headline. That is the truth. We can't seem to find any resolution and we can't seem to find any peace within, our, within ourselves. Because when you think about it, all of this comes from where we are, from who we are on the inside. All of this comes from how we feel. You're, you're angry, and that's why angry people are familiar and, and, and you're comfortable with them. Because, yeah, yeah, it's those people did me wrong. Yeah. It's their fault. It's their fault our life looks like it does. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. Struggle is your only choice. You got to grab yourself up, get up off the ground, and you got to make a plan. And even if it's a bad plan, and then you got to take action on that plan day in, day out. Every opportunity you have. If you, if you need a job, then go find a job. And don't stop until you do. And then accept that job and take that job. And if you're short on money still, you get another job. And so what? So you work 16 hours a day, and the only thing you do is eat and sleep. Well, 
That's how you dig yourself out of a hole. Holes don't dig, fill themselves up. You have to fill it up. You have to climb out of that hole. And what that means is, if you're if you're facing any tragedy, if you're in your if you're in a relationship and you love each other, you truly love each other, but you just can't seem to connect, then you have to do what it takes to make that connection. And sometimes that makes it comes down to simply evaluating yourself. Sandy and I spent a lot of time thinking about who we are and our actions and interactions towards each other. And you know what I found out? It is easy as hell to be nice to my wife. It is easy as hell for me to step up because she's in a hurry scrambling out the door to go take care of my grandsons to clean up around her and put things away and show her that I'm here, man. I'm on your team, baby. It doesn't matter. There's nothing you're going to ask me that I won't do for you. It's about wondering why every time they say something and you get angered up or you get shamed and then you feel bad and you mope. Chances are that's not a flaw in them. That's a flaw in you. And when you take the time, when you actually sit down and take the time to think about why and to start investigating and asking questions and seeking answers to things you don't have answers to, that's when your life gets better. But it's a process of forward momentum. If you're facing struggle and it's your only choice right now, face it. Put your gloves on, drop your shoulder, and get ready to fight for what you want. Fight for what you need. Maybe it's not an amazing new house. Maybe it's not even an amazing life. Maybe it's just enough money to pay that mortgage payment. Struggle is your only choice. Then face it. Face it. I mean, let's face it. If an opponent came up to you and said, listen, if I beat you, you die. How would you approach it? I used to tell this to the inmates in federal prison. See, what's funny about guys in prison is you have to have a certain mentality about war. And even to work there, I mean, I was a good fit in prison because I'd spent so much time struggling in my life that it didn't matter to me. I wasn't concerned about going in there and having to fight. Okay, let's fight. Let's do this. I can, I can do this. I know how this works, right? I've been through it. And what was funny is these guys would go to battle with weapons against each other for trivial things, for for $80 worth of drugs, right? But I would sit in their class, they'd sit in the class with me and I'd talk to them about, about the struggle in life and why they keep coming to prison and ideas and objectives for making sure they don't come back. And they would just, they would almost crumble. They're like, they're like, they turn into kids. They're like, oh my God, I don't, I don't know if I can do that. And what it come down to, and my final advice to him was face life like you'd face, face an opponent in prison. You ain't backing down. You ain't scared. You're, you ain't, you ain't going to walk away and be ashamed and hang your head. You're going to, you're going to step up. And if it's something you can't do or something you don't know how to do, you're going to fight for that. You're going to fight to get what you want, to fight, to learn what you need to learn, fight to overcome that thing that's keeping you from your goal. That's the simple truth of it. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I've got a lot of work ahead of me. The next, uh, the next couple weeks i've got to get the fifth wheel ready i'm going to wash it do all kinds of things to it so i'll probably probably have eight hours worth of work this month got to get ready to move that's cool that's exciting that is uh i can already start feeling the energy it doesn't bother me as much to be working on the rv getting it ready because it tells me yeah there's something coming there's another reason to get excited even just hooking up and pulling out of this rv park and knowing we're heading down the road there is just something so liberating about that so 
but I'm hoping it helps. I'm I, like I said I, last night. I was thinking about giving up, and then I realized, you know what? I can't because there's a bigger there's a bigger power out here. There's a bigger reason that I continue to do this. There's a reason that I'm the one that's sitting in front of this video camera every day, and there's a reason that I'm sitting in front of this mic every day. And it's because no matter whether I can connect with you or not, the story is real. The story is that the difference between people who live amazing lives and people who don't. People who will continue to struggle their entire life and people who don't is their willingness to face the struggle and face a struggle that provides them with the rewards they want. And it's taking action every day. No one wants to... I got an excuse for everything. I can. We can find an excuse for everything you have not done. It doesn't matter. It's only the actions you take that matter. Do yourself a favor. Start a conversation in your head about what you want your life to be like. Every day, talk about it. Talk about it with your partner and your family and friends. And they'll get tired of you, especially if it's too far beyond what they're accustomed to. If you're stepping outside the box, they will definitely get tired. They'll be like, yeah, 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 right. I mean, I can hear it even now. I hear it now. I can feel it. People are looking at what I'm doing right here and they go, oh, yeah, just making noise, just making noise. And then start that conversation and until it becomes action and just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And pretty soon that idea is going to grow. That idea is going to grow and pretty soon it's going to be more than an idea. It's going to be something you want. And if you focus long enough on it, it'll be something you want more than what you currently have. And that's when change occurs. When you have decided that where you're going is more important and more valuable than where you are. You get that, right? I mean, you get that. That's the reason people climb mountains. That's the reason people run marathons. That's the reason people spend hours in the gym learning how to fight. It's because where they are now isn't nearly as energizing and as exciting as where they want to be. And you can do that. I mean, if you're, if you're out of work right now, you can grab a hold of your amazing... You could, you could get a job in a golf course. Why not? I mean, you love golf anyway, and you're not making any money now anyway, so why not take that course of action? Maybe if you love sailing and you love the water, maybe you get a job in a shipyard or working on some boat repair place as a labor, whatever it takes to get you closer to who you are and what you love. That's an idea for you. So anyway, hey, listen, I'm going to cut this in short. This is a long one today. I guess I'm just kind of feeling like, okay, let's do this. If I'm going to sit down and talk to you, we're going to have a real conversation. I struggle every day. The struggle doesn't stop, but the goal is big enough. The goal for me is to finally get my message out, to get my story out before I die, before this thing ends for me, because I don't know when that's going to happen, and neither do you. So you really don't have time to waste, do you? Let's get on it. Get on it. Start living your best life, huh? So anyway, until next time, just remember, my name's Chris Aquez, and today's your day. Make it a good one.